Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. Yo, yo, check this out. Yeah, check this out. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. With JG and Jack for breakfast. 92.9. I just love the good energy that comes from my radio. The way to wake up. Awesome to listen to. Yeah, they're good. Love it. Tamworth. Let's go. Go, go, go. JB and Jack for breakfast, all thanks to Fly Corporate. The last couple of days, and I mean, this is a long-running thing on this show pretty much since day dot. We've been doing Don't Trust Snakes, where basically we, we don't trust them, you see, because they just they pop up in the, the weirdest spots, the strangest spots. I think we've had them all from uh, a, a snake in, in Perth that was just randomly biting school kids. And no one ever found the snake right through to, you know, a woman having a shower and it falling out of the roof. We've had, of course, as the warm weather's come out in the last two days already, we've had two don't trust snake stories. So we thought we'd get an expert in to to basically uh, back up the fact that, you know, snakes aren't all that bad. We've got Jacob here who is a Tamworth snake catcher. Jacob, thank you so much for coming in this morning. No worries. Uh, And you actually, and I think this is actually why... Jack's pulled a sickie today. You've actually uh, bought in a, a snake too as yeah, well. Yeah, I've got my pet python here, Snakey. So, <laughs> Snakey. Yeah, yeah, pretty original name. <laughs> Love it. So, look, it's a very vital part of us, of course, living in regional um, New South Wales that there's probably going to be some chance where we're going to come across a snake. Uh, what should you do if you do come across a snake in your path? Uh, so the first thing you need to do is stand still. That's really important. It um, keeps the snake calm, yep. keeps yourself calm. Yeah. Um, and they react to movement, so obviously standing still is the best thing you can do. Um, once there's a bit of distance between you and the snake, best yep. thing is to back away. Yeah. If it's in your backyard, give a snake hand or a call. Yeah. And just keep an eye on where it goes because it makes it easy for us to yeah. come and just... Yep. Take it away. Yep, just stand at a distance and watch it slither off. Yeah, and absolutely. Just let you know where it's gone and yep. off you go. Yeah, Try yeah. and keep your pets away from it. So if you've got dogs, just lock yep. them up. Or kids, yep. lock them up too. Yep. Is there... There's a lot of myths with snakes too. A lot of them completely false, like the good old, you know, a brown snake will chase after you, for example. Yeah. It's all it's all rubbish for the most part. Yeah, so a brown snake's defensive posture is sort of a lunge and people usually mistake that for getting chased because yeah. they turn and run and think it's still chasing them. Yeah. But, yeah, that that's a pretty big myth and same with uh, blue tongues keeping snakes away. Yeah. It's a big myth as well. Yeah. And uh, another one's probably... Leaving milk out for snakes, that doesn't attract them. They don't like milk. Yeah, so right. That's a I haven't common heard that one. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, it's an old wives' tale. If yeah, leave, right. If you have a snake in the house, leave out a dish of milk and it will come to the milk, but <laughs> absolutely not yeah. true. Yeah, right. And, and, and obviously that's the other very hard thing, I guess, to try and identify snakes too. Brown snakes do come in a wide array of colours too, yeah. which is quite often confusing. Yeah, grey, black, yeah. dark brown, orange, they come with stripes. So yeah. best best thing to do is just assume that every snake's a dangerous snake yeah. and a pretty good way of finding out if it's dangerous is if you leave it alone, yeah. it's not dangerous. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly right. How did you become a snake catcher? There's a fair bit of training, I imagine, involved with becoming one. Yeah, two-day course. Yeah. Um, I originally started WISE just because I loved 
wildlife yep. and always loved reptiles growing up. Yeah. And then I got into the snake handling side yep. after that and loved it ever since. A fair few call-outs in summer. You're very busy. Yeah, very busy during summer. Yep. You know, uh, nearly a call every day. Yep. In winter, it's the opposite. You get a call maybe once every two weeks and usually it's on a warm day. Yeah. Where the snakes just come out to catch some sun. Yeah, yeah, right. What's the strangest place you've had to catch a snake around uh, around our region? Uh, in a, oh, I suppose in a bedroom was pretty good. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, luckily it wasn't a brown snake, it was just a whip snake. So yeah. mildly venomous, not too bad. Yeah. But I pretty much turned the bedroom upside down, couldn't find it. And then as I went to open the bedroom door to tell the... The family, I can't find it. There it was sitting behind the a little bucket next to the door, curled up. Oh. So, yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was a good 40 minutes wasted. Wow. Yeah. Wow. At least you got him in the end. Yeah, that's yeah, good. it's always as, good when you leave with to, the snake. Yeah, that's right. Then then the uh, you, you leaving and the owners finding it in the bucket there and you having to yeah, come back. Yeah. yeah. No, wow. Well, no, thank you so much for coming out, Jacob. And... Uh, I have to ask you the, the final question that Jack and myself have been um, alluding to the last year and a half. Should you trust snakes? Oh, uh, yeah, you should. I think so. <laughs> they, um, they just don't like getting their personal space yeah. invaded. So, yeah. you know, if you get too close to them, you can trust that they're probably going to get a bit angry. But, um, yeah. One last question. If you do get bitten by a snake, uh, yep. what's the, what should you do? Uh Another, same as when you see one, stay still, stay calm, yep. apply a pressure bandage. I can't stress enough how important they are. Yeah. Um, they're literally a matter of life and death. Yeah. So I think everyone should have one in their first aid kit. Yeah. Or in their car or have one on them when they go bushwalking. Yeah. Uh, apply the bandage and then call triple zero. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And I think now with the anti-venom and stuff, you don't need to ID the snakes. Yeah. Um, so you don't need to worry about getting a photo of the snake or trying to catch it for ID or anything. Yep. Just just get yourself to a hospital. Yeah, ASAP. ASAP. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. Some great advice there, Jacob. Thank you so much for uh, you know ruling out some of the myths uh, and fabrications about snakes, and also what to do, of course, if you come across one, or even worse, if you get bitten by one. Thanks so much for your time. No worries. Thanks for having me. See- Go from Scully Park to Southbank. Fly Corporate. Now flying direct from Townworth to Brisbane. Book now at flycorporate.com.au. JB and Jack for breakfast on 92.9. Coles have announced a more adulty version. I like this. This got my attention of their mini shops. I mean, the kids, you know, the mini shop collectibles, the kids can do that one. You know, it's, it's all for them. And we've been saying to them, look, do something for us. You know, do something for the grown-ups. So they've done that. They're giving out wine glasses and champagne flutes. <laughs> How about that, hey? If you spend $20 or more at any Coles supermarkets now or any of their, you know, liquor outlets, you get $20 or more, you get one credit. Once you have 25 credits, you can get these fancy wine glasses. You get like a box of two of them. Uh, so I've worked out, I mean, I'm not great with maths, but I've just done some calculations here. $20 for one credit. Once you have 25 credits, that's the equivalent of $500 for what looks like about $10 wine glasses. Good deal there. Harvey. Go from Scully Park to Southbank. Fly Corporate. Now flying direct from Townworth to Brisbane. Book now at flycorporate.com.au. JB 
and Jack for breakfast on 92.9. The friendliest city in Australia has been decided by Big Seven Holiday Parks. We'll start you off with the least, <laughs> the least friendliest cities in Australia before we get to the friendliest. Uh, and at the bottom of the list, Melton in Victoria. I've never even heard of it, so uh, they can keep that one to themselves. Warrnambool in Victoria, which I have to admit I have been through there. It's a home of Dave Hughes, the comedian. He's from Warrnambool. Did you know that? There you go. Learn something new every day, don't you? Um, and apart from that, I can't remember when I went as a kid to Warrnambool. It was a long time ago. I can't remember it having much going for it. Certainly can't remember it having rude people, but it must because uh, they're on the list as second most rude place. Newcastle came out third on the rudest, unfriendliest cities in Australia. Uh, it does say here that while locals aren't rude, it's more of a polite but unfriendly vibe. I never got that, but anyway, number four on the rudest, unfriendliest cities in Australia is New is uh, Alice Springs. There you go. And Cairns. Oh, no, sorry. So here we go. Here's the top five friendliest cities now we're at. I was wondering that with Cairns. Surely not. They've got, you know, lots of tourists there and lots of overseas visitors going there to check out Cairns. Surely they're friendly. Well, they are very friendly. Number five on the friendliest cities in Australia. Apparently the locals are open-minded and will eagerly share their favourite place to eat or drink with out-of-towners. So there you go. Number five on the list of friendliest Cities in Oz, number four, Adelaide. The Adelaide city centre and Burbs residents are friendly to just about everyone. The city has excellent walkability, so you can just wander around at your own leisure. Therefore, that makes it friendly. I'm biased, can't say too much, although Jess, who's back this Arvo from two to five, she's pretty friendly, so we'll put that down at number four. Number three, Brisbane. It's warm and welcoming community at a real buzz to the city, making it a popular city break and tourist destination. That makes it number three on the friendliest city. Number two, it's Coffs Harbour. Whether you've been born and raised here or just passing through, locals will treat you with the same kind of attitude. So Coffs Harbour, second friendliest city in Australia, I certainly spent seven years there. And look, the, the people there, they're a nice welcoming bunch. You know, they've got a big banana. Where can you go wrong? Love it. And number one on the friendliest city in Australia could be the remoteness of it. Of course, it is the most remote capital city in the world. And that, I think, is why Perth has been named the friendliest city in all of Oz. Perth. Of all places, 1.5 million strong uh, population there. Apparently very, very, very friendly. And look, we're a good bunch here in Oz because all of Australia's capital cities have all made the top 10 apart from Sydney, which fell down the list to be number 16. Hard to argue with that one. There we go. The friendliest cities in Oz, Adelaide, Brisbane, Coffs Harbour, Perth. Tamworth wasn't anywhere on the list. I think they've kind of forgotten about us, but I like to think that, you know, we are easily, easily tie for number one with Perth shortly. Go from Scully Park to South Bank. Fly Corporate. Now flying direct from Tamworth to Brisbane. Book now at flycorporate.com.au. JB and Jack for breakfast on 92.9.